Thank you, Nerissa. We really appreciate um, her willingness to sing and then to share very relevant songs uh, with us. Uh, and that means a lot. That means a lot. Um, uh, this, this morning, as we look at the text, um, we want to uh, draw your attention to John, the 20th chapter, the 24th uh, to the 31st verse. And as we come to this uh, chapter, then we will be uh, dealing with delayed blessings. Delayed blessings. Um, the blessings are on their way, but the question is, why have they been delayed? And a lot of times, the Lord says, because you did it. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk about that. And uh, it's a passage of scripture that you, you've probably seen and, and uh, you know by heart. Uh, we just slow it. We're going to slow it down a little bit so that you can begin to see what's going on there for our consideration. But let's open the word of prayer. Father, I just want to thank you for the saints of God and thank you for the opportunity to stand before you, to speak before um, your dear saints, your dear children. Uh, Lord, it's my intent to um, draw out the things that your word is very clearly uh, written. You do not rewrite it for every generation. Um, the blessings and the warnings and everything else are there for everybody, every generation, Lord, and uh, every class. Um, uh, we just pray that we are sensitive to it, learn the principles, and learn, Lord, that you always want to bless those, especially those who are yours. So thank you for what you're going to do. Great is your faithfulness. We'll be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. And all the saints said. Amen. Well, um, as we look at the text for uh, this morning then, it says, Now Thomas was one of the twelve called the twin who was not with them uh, when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, the mark of the nails, and place my finger in the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side. What's the last four, four, four words he said there? He didn't say, I don't think I'll believe. He said, I will never believe. In other words, I'm from Missouri. Show me, you know. Uh, and the Lord's going to make it clear. Look, this is not a show and tell uh, situation going on here. You know, I think that there are some things that, that when the Lord lay out some things and whenever you hear some good news, it's good to get along on it, especially when it's the truth. Go along with you find that you, you'll be blessed in the process of it. So, so in our time together, we look at John 27, uh, 20, 27, 28. Uh, it says this, then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and uh, with, uh, see my hands and put on your Put out your hand and place it in my side and do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. 
Thomas, now you're able to join the rest of the crowd now that you're able to touch me? That's what it's going to take. Blessed are those who have not seen me. You look at my word, you hear my word, you accept my word, and you're, you're among the blessed. And we want to look at this doubting Thomas because he's the one who suffered from delayed blessings. So in our introductory then, uh, delayed blessings are the results of not believing and trusting God at his determined, uh, appointed uh, moment of revelation. When, when God lays something on your heart, when God tells you something, when God makes it very clear biblically and everything else, and you don't grasp it and personalize it, you have delayed the outcome of it. Everybody with me on this right now? So that when God tells us something, he wants us to really take it to heart. Really take it to heart. Having delayed blessings reveals signs of a deeper problem uh, that must be addressed. Some of the signs are these. See if you're guilty of any of these. One, stagnation, no growth. You're still talking about the same thing that's the same old, same old, the past of, um, uh, five or ten years. No growth. Same prayers, same everything. No growth. Delayed blessings. Everybody else is saying, praise the Lord. Here's what the Lord's doing in my life, et cetera, et cetera. And you're still, uh, you're still a little hamster going around a little string in there. And the Lord is saying, um, it's, because, it's not because it's not there, you see. You're the one blocking it. The next, what is it? Disbelief. When the Bible says, thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, and you don't have peace, whose problem is that God or yours? Because God says, I'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me. And here's the rest of the verse, what it says. Because he trusts in thee. Isaiah 26, uh, 3, I think it is. Because he trusted in thee. So when I trust God, then when I, at that moment, then he gives me the peace that's necessary. If you're struggling right now as a believer, not having peace is not because of God. Uh, it's because the delayed blessings is that you have not grasped what God has provided for you. I was sharing with the, uh, with the board about the, the mind of God that we serve and, uh, and the earth and um, and we talk about the size of our earth and then the size of our sun and everything else. And, and, and when we talk about how many, uh, how many billions, not, not millions, but billions, okay, uh, of miles. And then how long it would take. And then we talk about the septillionth. When we talk about uh, the size of uh, stars and everything else and how many stars out there. When you talk about septillionth. Atelians of not zillion but septillions of of uh, of, of uh, stars out there that God knows by name. We had a, in what was that in uh, Invisible God or something like that. We had a a, a video some time ago that we did. Pardon, it was indescribable, yeah, indescribable God. And and I mean, it just kept going out and out and out, and God was still creating, still creating. Still creating. And the same God is our Father. Mm -hmm. And we have the nerve to say, I don't believe you. 
<laughs> do you know do you know how much that hurt? You see? Do you know that after God have gone through all of this, saving us, securing our future, giving us a new name, a new hope, making sure that we're gonna get the glory, keeping us day by day, and then we turn around and say, I don't believe you. And then blame it on God that he's the one. God, why did you permit this? And God said, because I wanted to. How can you handle that one? It goes on. Limit, uh, limited or no peace. When you have a delay, when a person has delayed blessings, there's, uh, there's stagnation, no growth, disbelief, limit, limited or no peace, and emotional bondage that will generate negative thoughts and eventual actions. As a man thinks in his heart, what? Watch the negative thoughts. Next, isolation. Not feeling comfortable around your brothers and sisters who are not in bondage. And a lot of times, you, if you're not in bondage, then you, start, you, you, you don't feel comfortable because others are praising the Lord and thanking God for this. And, boy, it's a beautiful day. And you're saying, what type of day? And uh, you're looking at the same type of day, but, but your, your whole world is twisted, twisted. And God is saying, why are you going through this? Because I'm not going to show my hands again. See? I'm not going to come down and give you a personal audience. Then why don't you just believe me right now? I think that it'd be like the man whose son had been with the demons over so many years. And he said, Lord, I believe. Let, you know, let's keep it real. Help me. Help thou my unbelief. Lord, I believe you can do all that. Here's my struggle. There's a part of unbelief that I'm still struggling with. And, and, and I need your help in that area. Thinking it through then, let us follow the, the challenging moments in Thomas' experience. His tremendous doubt, his time of sensitive delay, and um, his time sensitive delay, and his tearful and joyful declaration. Let's, let's start off with the, uh, his tremendous doubt. When we think about his, his tremendous doubt, uh, it says, now Thomas was one of the uh, 12 called the twins who was not with them. And when Jesus came, so other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see his hands and the mark of the nails that place my fingers into the mark of the nails and place my hand on his side, I will never, never believe. Notice the setting. Thomas was not there. Notice the joyful sharing by the other disciples. The other disciples were there and they were blessed. I'm blessed and I know that I am that you. They, 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 were, they were blessed. And they said, Thomas. We sing, Lord, and you, you think you say, you did. You think you say, well, praise the Lord. Okay. What happened, Thomas? What happened? Anyway, notice his strong response. Unless I see his hands, place my finger into the mark. Place my hands into his side. 
I will never believe. Let's look at Thomas for just a moment. Thomas is coming from a, a shock of three years with the Savior, and the Savior is gone. And Thomas is saying, I put my world around this man. And uh, he's gone. And you're telling me that he has arisen again? Now, the Lord had been telling them that all the time. Matter of fact, even at the time when uh, the, the Lord's Supper, he was saying that I will be crucified. And they were arguing about who's the greatest. Uh, I mean, they, these guys are off track all the way around. But finally it hits home. I'm not, I'm not with the Lord anymore. He's gone. Thomas had an experience that none of us would never in life experience Thomas' way. He walked, talked, slept around with Jesus for three point some odd years. He, in other words, he talked with, laughed with, cried with, seen demons come out of people, you know. He, see, he, was, he saw the, the storms and Christ being asleep and waking up and stopping. He, was, he saw the whole thing. He had the front seat. And the Jesus is gone. And now he's hurt. How, he, in his processing, he's hurt. He, I, can't, I can't put this thing together. And so his resolution is, I can't get back to that state again unless I actually have some facts. In, in a way, we can't really get hard on the guy. Because, you uh, know why? We, don't, we, don't ex we have not experienced the same pain the man have experienced. I don't know what type of pain he un underwent, but I do know this, that he said, I'll, I'll never believe until I actually see it for myself. Because this whole experience had blown my mind away. Lesson one, there's never time for believers to have the wiggle room, wiggle room for doubt. Positive results runs on the basic principle that trust and doubt cannot coexist at the same time. I cannot say I trust God and doubt God at the same time. Donald, that's philosophical. Uh -huh. James says a double-minded man is what? Unstable in what? All his ways. You cannot trust and doubt at the same time. That's very critical, very critical. We must understand the practice and principle of the mustard seed faith. And I was sharing uh, with the uh, board about the mustard seed faith and the idea that the Lord said if you had the faith of a mustard seed, no, um, the, the, you, can, you can say to this mulberry tree or you can say to this mountain, two, two situations, be thou removed and this is what it will do. And I was telling them that the mustard seed is not the power of the mustard seed, but the power of God. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? So, so, that, um, so, that, it, so that if a child, uh, a, a child can go to the elevator and push the button and the door open. Let the child try to open that door by himself. He can't do it, right? But, but that little button right there that says, push me. Okay. Although the parents said, don't you go near that, but still the child says. <laughs> and the child 
push the button. And all of the power, all of the electricity responds to the command and the door open. You know, he could, he could play with that. I said, I, I, I do a lot of magic. I can go to this elevator and say, open sesame. And it, when the children say, wow. He says, it can only stay open a little while, so you better jump in. You know? <laughs> but he knows the secret. It's not his power. It's the power of the button. And, it's, and what happens is all of the power had been directed to that switch. And Jesus Christ said, I'm going to take the smallest thing, a mustard seed you can hardly, hardly see. And if your faith is that small in me, you can say whatever that mountain is. And the same God that holds the universe, that power, zoom, right there. That's why Elijah was saying, uh, remember, these guys, uh, prophets of Baal and everything else, and they've been worshiping all day. And, and uh, he said, well, hey, maybe he's asleep. Why don't you scream out a little bit louder? Oh, you think so? Yeah, go on and scream out a little bit louder. And so they, they're screaming out there, and they got out there, and they were cutting themselves and going the, the, whole, the whole thing. And then he says, okay, all right, now, now, now you guys set aside. He said, now, you set up a sacrifice for me. Now, here's what I'm going to do here. Now, I'll tell you what he said. Watch this. Watch this. He said, now, I want you to uh, get some water. Get about 50 barrels of water and just pour it around the altar. That's impossible for fire. Pour, pour it all over. Pour it all over the offering. Just, just pour it all. Really? Yeah, just keep on pouring over. Just keep pouring over. Got it? Yeah. After he did all the other impossible things, he said, now, he said, now watch, watch this. You know. He says, okay, Lord. And the next thing you know, Fire from heaven comes down, zap up all of the water, and you know, it was, did did Elijah exert any energy there? The energy was in the power of God. And all through scripture, you keep seeing the energy of the power of God. The Hebrew boys going into the fire, and they're not burned. Daniel goes into the lion den. The lions are not hungry right now. No, I'll wait a little bit for the next meal coming through. <laughs> because it's all God doing the thing. And said, Thomas, if you just had the faith of the mustard seed, it happened. It is, it is the uh, practice of believing and trusting God who is able to do more than we can ask or think. The power is not in our belief, but initiating what we believe on the source that can make it happen. Putting our belief, God is going to do it. I don't see how you're going to do that. Well, I, I didn't say I was going to do it. God is going to do it. You know, a lot of times we don't want to do this because we, we are afraid that if God doesn't do it, we will be embarrassed. And God is saying, now, here's where you need to move. You need to move to the point of saying, God is going to do it and go on with life. That's the faith of the saints. Okay. And quit going by the, the thoughts of the world. The world is, do you have your assets and all of these other things? Um, do, you have your, do you have your plan together? Do you have this? No. I tell you what I do have. I have the Lord. I have the Lord. And if God before me. The, who can be against me? 
So we won't. Then the illustration, like the uh, we did with the power, power steering. We'll, we'll move on to this. Number two, his time-sensitive delay. In the time-sensitive delay, we are looking at uh, eight days later. Notice that the Lord didn't show up right away. Uh, Thomas won proof, so you think the Lord's going to show come and just show up for you and, just, and give you proof because you want it? Excuse me? <laughs> we are the sheep of his past. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. So don't think that when you want God to do something, he's going to immediately just pop up and, and do it for you. Okay? And so it says eight days later, his disciples were again in, uh, uh, inside again, and Thomas was with him. them. All the doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. The trained disciples were in the position to make a difference, but their fear and Thomas' tremendous doubt had to be addressed. When Jesus entered the room, I personally observed three things. I personally observed. Number one, confirmation. To further encourage and then help the disciples to make the mental transition in their thinking. Yes, I was dead. I now am alive. Now let's go with the plan. I need to reinforce that with the guys. To clarity to make sure that Thomas would be finally blessed. Because he wasn't blessed up to that point, was he? Encouraged and challenged to ready himself for the mission. In other words, to get him on board. The train is moving, Thomas, get on board. Since I'm there to tell Thomas, wake up, boy, and get on board. Here's the next one. Commitment as a body of believers who would make an eternal impact on a dying world. That's what this whole thing is all about. These guys believing so that when they impact the world, that these individuals are saved. That's God's plan. God so loved the world. He doesn't want anyone to be lost. Really behind, when you think about individuals who have their little hang-ups that they don't want to do anything because they're afraid because God might not show up. God always shows up. He shows up in marriages. He shows up on your job. He shows up in, in, in your health. He shows up in every area of your life. Number three, his fearful dec declaration and joyful declaration. And so he says, um, he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. And, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Jesus just said, just brought the list, okay? And do not believe, but believe. First, there was the call to Thomas to a reality check. You want to do this, Thomas? You do. I'll never believe until the Lord says, "Okay, here, here. All right, do this. Go on, get that finger there. Come on, just put it right there, right, right there." Okay, boy. I, do you know that that could that that was probably embarrassing, a scary and embarrassing. I should have trusted the Lord. You know, saints, please keep trusting God. One of the things that you want, you do not want as you exit this life, is regrets. I should have trusted the Lord. All that I've gone through, everything that I experienced, I should have trusted the Lord. If not, why not? Then we have the second. 
was a, a, a stern command that is essential for every follower. When we think about the stern command that our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, gave him, he says, then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, and um, then he said down, Thomas asked him, my Lord, my God, then Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Lesson to be learned, never cast a doubt where there is no absolute proof of valid, to validate it. I don't believe it. What's your proof? Why don't, why don't you believe it? You know, I mean, it's easy, to, you know, it's easy to say, I don't believe that. Okay, good. Now, tell me why you don't believe it. Because what's going to happen is you'll turn around and say, you know what? I believe this and don't have any proof. After a while, people are going to say, that person is unstable. They don't have any proof because they don't believe, you see, and they, uh, and they say they don't believe. So they have no proof at all. If you're going to come up with a statement, it is better to express an opinion than to, than to make a, a, a statement. Never make a statement that does not have a valid proof to it. You see? Uh, so if you say, I, I, won't, I will never believe, I don't think he'll ever say that again. He'll hold his mouth on that one. But the Lord says, here, you touch here, here. Now you have a foundation. You know what the problem is? The other disciples never had to go through this. They didn't have to go through the, the embarrassment. Or any of this. All they did was they saw Christ and they rejoiced in seeing Christ and praised the Lord. And you would think that because all of them hung together that they wouldn't have been lying to him. It's amazing. When a person is outside of their blessings, all of the struggles they go through. The timeless principle proclaimed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Question, are you there yet? Are you still living with the Thomas mentality of seeing is believing? The worst condition that a believer can be in is being stuck in a position of delayed blessings because of the weakness of the flesh. The reason that I'm not blessed and the reason that I have not moved forward and the reason that I'm still going around in circles is because I have not really reached out to God and trusted him. That's serious. That's very serious. So, let me talk about one last thing. Be very patient. That one last thing is this. Let's read it together. Quit looking for great blessings from the position of a little faith. It'll never happen. It is impossible to convince a world of a truth that is supported by a little faith. But it will demand a faith that is at least the size of a mustard seed. Matter of fact, I need to write that down again. Quit looking for great blessings from the position of little faith. It will never happen.
Without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. It is impossible to convince a world of truth that is supported by little faith. It will demand a faith that has at least the size of what? A mustard seed. I want to challenge you today to say, Lord, be like, let's make it real with the Lord. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Lord, when I, when I think about my job, when I think about my marriage, when I think about my health, when I think about going through all these various things, I, I believe. But there's a part of me that I keep battling that keeps me from going forward. Help me. Help thou my unbelief. You know what the psalmist says? Thou knowest my thoughts are far off. All he's waiting for is a decision by your heart, of your heart. And that decision pushed the button. And guess what? He's right there. It's not going to happen if you came here today and go out the same way today with little faith. It's not going to happen. So I want to challenge you today. I want to encourage you today. Say, Lord, I want to trust you. I definitely want to trust you. I, I don't want the delayed blessings. Because those delayed blessings, um, sometimes... Individuals never experience it. They stay in their immature stage. And they keep doing the same old, same old day after day. And never move to the next level in your relationship with God. Not the things you can get in your hand. It's the things that you can get into your heart. And I want to encourage you today to do a self-evaluation. And I would like to pray for you this morning. And, um, and if you're that person, maybe you want to say, well, th that's me. I, I, um, I think I'm in that, that area of delayed blessings because I have not made some initial steps in that area. If you're that individual, then I'll be glad to, to pray for you. Amen. Any others? So you really don't need music to stir your heart. <laughs> you just need a decision to act on. That's all. That's all. Then my prayer is that God will really continually work in and through your life that you will make a difference in other individuals' lives. Let's bow in prayer. Lord, how I thank you for each one of the believers. Thank you for their presence, and thank you, Lord, for looking at Thomas' life. You recorded You didn't have to record this. This basically didn't have anything to do, quote, with the gospel, per se. But you marked out that people are real. People have some, some deep, even guys who have been hanging with you for three years had some challenges. And you letting us know, Lord, that if they have challenges, we have challenges. That we shouldn't fool ourselves. And that if we have these challenges, 
that we don't have to be where we are. We love too much. Our position is too high. The task is too great. Souls are still waiting. And you are yet to be glorified by our actions. Help us, Lord, to take the next step forward in trusting you. And watch out and see how you work. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, amen.